Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coach's Corner here on Block Talk Radio. My name is Andrew Poretz and I'm a personal development coach working in New York City. I work all over the place actually. I work all over the world because of the power of technology, the telephone. And on this call, I get to talk to people, uh, other coaches in the world of uh, personal development, personal coaching, business coaching, and other business people. And I also get to talk to anybody who would like to call into our show live and, uh, and, and place a call, talk to us about anything you'd like related to coaching. And we also have a chat room available right on the site. And if you come into the chat room, you'll be able to post questions in there. The, the call-in number is 646-929-2893. Again, that's 646-929-2893. That's only if you're listening live. If you're not listening live, don't call because we can't talk to you if we're not live. So today we have a special guest. Uh, We have a, a coach by the name of Life Coach Tracy, Tracy Steinberg, who is a, an attorney uh, and, and a dating coach, a career coach, and a motivational speaker. Tracy helps young women excel professionally and marry Mr. Wright. If you have a question for Tracy, we'll be able to take your questions by phone or in the chat room, and you might even have an opportunity for live coaching right in the show. So, Tracy, are you with us? I am here, jumping up and down with excitement. <laughs> I can almost see you jumping from here. <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much for being on the show tonight. Oh, thanks for so, inviting me. My, my pleasure. So you had an interesting combination of things, an attorney, a dating coach, a career coach, a motivational speaker. Yes. And the kitchen sink and you, also. And, uh, and the kitchen sink. And you have <laughs> you help women... Marry Mr. Wright. Excel yes. professionally, marry Mr. Wright. Yes, yes, yes. I'm both a career coach and, a co- and I coach singles. So what is, the, what is the most amazing thing that's happened for you in helping somebody to marry Mr. Wright? I want to hear about that. Well, you know, I have so many. I've been fortunate to work with very high-energy, high-achieving women, and I have a, a lot of success stories to share um, I, I guess you're looking for one particularly amazing story, amazing transformation. Amazing transformation is always an exciting thing to hear about. Okay, okay. Well, I have a bunch. Let me go through my little, my little decks. <laughs> uh, um, one of the most interesting ones, which always people seem to find fascinating, is that I worked with a woman who was a extremely successful model and actress the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen in person. And she came to me because she was having difficulty getting a boyfriend. And I know everyone's always kind of like drops their job when, I, when they say that because it really doesn't get more beautiful than this woman. And she was having trouble getting a boyfriend. And, I could and the reason you didn't give me her phone number? <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you she is now happily living with her fiancé. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. So that is great. Hear, do you want to hear about the, the, juicy, the juicy details of how sure. she did it? So really her biggest problem was that men really weren't approaching her 
at all. Believe it or not, I know it kind of is counterintuitive because men want beautiful women, but men really weren't approaching her, and the men that were approaching her were few and far between and so far away from what she was looking at that that was really her problem. And what, mm. what we realized together was that she comes across very unapproachable. And I, in fact, I even said to her, you know, I think that you're going to have to work a little bit harder than the ugly girls because what happens is she's so phenomenally attractive that I think she actually could be a little bit intimidating. So we worked on her just becoming more approachable, just becoming more uh, friendly to everybody that she meets, not necessarily even people that she necessarily wants to go on a date with, but just changed the aura around her, and that just worked for her pretty instantly. And like I said, now she's happily living with her fiancé. Well, that, that's a great story. Yeah, I like that story. That one, that one makes me happy. You changed her aura. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like an energy or, you know, uh-huh. uh, you know, people meet people and they instantly form first impressions. And if one that is you're friendly and you're energetic and you're happy to meet new people, then that seems to, that seems to lead to success. So what, what kind of process would you use to make that happen? Well, with her and actually with a lot of my clients, what I'll often do, depending on how on how extreme they are, but I'll often give them, I give them assignments, and for that kind of assignment, I told her that she had to talk to five men a day, and it could be any five men, and it could be about anything. So if she was online at the deli, and she, you know, could say to the guy who's in front of her, um, I'm sorry, I'm just getting distracted. Uh, she could say to the guy in front of her, you know, is the turkey good here? Or if she's at the gym and there's a guy on the treadmill next to her, she could say, oh, what channel are you watching? I want to watch that show too. You know what I mean? So it doesn't necessarily have to be these big, intense conversations, but it was just her getting out of her shell and just interacting with the world around her. So that was her first assignment. And that really, as you probably imagine, men responded to that very well. Oh, imagine having a, a beautiful woman uh, opening up her mouth to them was probably very exciting. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so she really, she's doing very well. In fact, I spoke with her pretty recently, and she's, she's really happy. That's wonderful. So that was, that was her first assignment. But usually when the women come to me, and let's say they want to, most women that come to me usually want to get married and maybe have children one day, and so we'll usually figure out where the process is breaking down. Like for some women, it's, you know, I'm going on two dates with a guy and pretty much consistently never hearing from them again. Or, you know, so we just, we figure out exactly where the process is breaking down and then make an assignment that centers around changing that dynamic. Oh, that's terrific. Yeah, so it's fun. How did... How did you wind up getting into this area? I think, well, for me, and that's, this is kind of like a long little bit of a personal story, but I'm happy to share it with you and all your listeners, and that is that I was an attorney, as you said it before. I've been an attorney for over a decade, and probably about six or seven years into it, I started not feeling as fulfilled. I'm a civil litigation attorney in Manhattan, and I started not feeling as fulfilled, so I started looking into other options, and I guess the reason it's a little bit more personal is because 
also around that time, my father became very ill. And so mm. I really was um, really started questioning a lot of things about myself and how precious life is and what's truly important and how precious the time we have is. And so after that, I realized that that what's really important to me is becoming happily married and having a career that I find fulfilling. So you just put that all together, and then I became motivated to find a career that I found fulfilling. And I did a lot of introspection, and I realized that what I really want to do is help other people have a great marriage. Um, I have always wanted to have a great marriage, and my parents have a fantastic marriage, and especially when my dad was very ill, they really came together, and I just saw how important that is. So I think I'm talking way too much, but <laughs> but no, basically, that's, that's fine. basically, um, I just think that that it's a very it's a great way to go through life having a fantastic relationship, and I think that everybody should be lucky enough to have a fantastic relationship and to have a fantastic marriage to go through life with. And so it's something I feel passionate about and something that I enjoy and something that I've been fortunate to see, you know, a lot of successes with my clients. And so you just put that all together and here I am. Did I answer your question? Terrific. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. Uh, was there any kind of particular training that you had in I this? Did. Or... Uh-huh. I did. I did. In addition, I did uh, the Coach Training Alliance training but then at, for the life coaching, but then after that, they have a Sage and Scholars program for coaching singles and for career coaching, and I did both of those. So those were like additional into, in, in addition to my regular life coaching training. So I did that. But also, I think that, I think that was great for when I first started working with women, but now that I have some years of experience, I've really gotten to see firsthand what really, truly does work so I think my it's really I think my processes that I use my clients now are based both on my education and by seeing what's worked firsthand with the clients that I've worked with. Oh, terrific! Now, do you see that? Uh, it seems like there's a sort of a parallel between, in a way, between coaching, career coaching, and marriage coaching, like as from the aspect of taking on uh, finding a, a partner as sort of like finding a job. Right. Do you um, see what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think I've had a, a slogan that I won't I'll, – I'll temper it for your listeners, but it's where – like I think the three most important things determining happiness are where you live, where you work, and who you spend your time with. <laughs> and um, so – so I pretty much went for the, the two that are the ones that I find the most important in making someone happy. That's career and love life. Career and love life. Yeah, I think Did that. I lose you? Oh, no. Yeah, I thought no, I lost I'm you here. for a second. I'm here. I'm okay, here. great. Sometimes uh, yeah, the... the, the so, that's, uh, ooh, are you Yeah, that's a... Uh, oh, boy. Uh-oh. You still there? I'm still here. That's a little bit of a. That's a. Uh, I'm, I'm using Skype for this call, oh. and sometimes Skype acts up. That was one of those times. Mm, 
Okay. If anybody was listening to the show underwater, uh, it's okay. <laughs> I think it went away. Oh, it's gone. It was just oh, a little good. Ah. Uh, just a little right. blip. So far, we haven't had anybody calling in. Uh, if anybody's listening, you'd like to call into the show. Again, it's 646. Oh, I just lost the number. I know it. Do you have the number, Hannah? 929 okay. And I promise oh, that I won't bite. And I promise that I will happily answer any questions. You can ask anything. We're here to, we also have a ch- uh, to answer. We also have a chat room. Uh, if, you're, if you're voice shy, you can come onto the, onto the website, blogtalkradio.com slash coachandrew, and, and log into the, web, into the chat room and post your question there, and I can read it out loud for Tracy. So what other uh, kind of uh, things do you do when, you, when you're coaching somebody to find Mr. Wright? Well, when I, when I first meet with a client, first I'll speak with them over the phone for about 20 minutes and just try and get a general understanding of what their basic goals are. And that's really a good way for me to just kind of get a little glimpse of their personality. They get a little glimpse of my personality. We see if we match well, and I can see if their goals are something that I, you know, have experience, you know, helping my clients succeed with. So assuming that that works, then I would send them a welcome packet, which is about 12 pages of mostly introspective questions, asking them, basically what they feel most passionate about, what must occur in their lifetime in order for them to be fulfilled, when have they felt most alive in their life, questions like that. I mean, it's like 12 pages, so it's really pretty in-depth, but really introspective questions. And then I would meet with them in person for about two hours, and we would go over the welcome packet and really go over their answers together. And that's when I really... um, that's when we're really able to draw a picture of exactly what they want their life to be in the future, and I help them prioritize their goals and really figure out what, what must happen immediately, what can they put off a little bit later, you know, what, just, just put it all, all into this beautiful picture of who they want their life to be in the future. And then we create mm-hmm. an action plan, you know, with really specific steps and I'm really, really active with my clients. I always have them update me at least every few days. So if I meet with a client like once a week, then I would have them update me on a Wednesday in between. But also I, I'm, I'm very accessible by email, so I always have them, if they're having a problem, I'm, you know, I always tell them to email me and I'll, I'll help them get through it. So that's pretty much my program and how it works. And, and uh, I hope that answered the question. Yeah. So now, so you meet you you uh, meet with your clients in person. Right. And do you always meet with your clients in person? No. In fact, I have clients all over the country right now. So I, the clients that are in the New York region, I'll meet with in person. But the clients that obviously aren't, then I'll talk with them either on the phone or through Skype. I love Skype. I think Skype's a fantastic invention. I would actually be very happy meeting all my clients through Skype. I think it's really... Yeah, that would be that would be great. Yeah, Skype is the bomb. Well, I'm meeting you right now through Skype. Right, but I don't have my webcam on. Ah. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> I probably oh, shouldn't you know, admit I, that. I, <laughs> but it's 11 o'clock. 
o'clock, you know? It's, it's uh, late. It's okay. So Coach <laughs> Tracy is in her pajamas. And Coach Tracy is in her pajamas, month. cold busted. Meanwhile, I could have pretended I'm in this, I, I'm in this like, you know, very professional suit. My hair looks perfect, but really I'm in my pajamas and my hair is in a ponytail. And, you know, okay. Well, to, I of course am in my suit and uh, in my, in, <laughs> I'm in the suit right now as right. I do all my, my calls and you, know, you always have to be professional because you never know who's going to knock on the door. Right. That's true. Uh, I, I I do everything else in my pajamas, but the calls I do in my suit. <laughs> That's what I like to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, guys. you know, it's it's eleven o'clock here, so. Back. Eleven o'clock on a some, Sunday. Somebody just sent me a question, and I'd oh. like to. Uh, I'd li- I'm going to post the question to you that this okay. person has just sent to me. Goody. What should I do if I want to get married, but I am single as a dollar bill? (laughs) All right. Well, I would say the first step, if someone wants to get married, but they're single as a dollar bill, that they should figure out where where they're um, falling. And like I said earlier, you know, for the model that I worked with, she was having trouble even getting men to talk to her. So, but, you know, it just, just really takes some time to figure out where is it that the, the process is, is breaking down. Is it that men aren't talking to you at all? Is it that they aren't returning your calls after two months? Just to really spend some time and figure out where along the process it's breaking down. And then to at, once you get there, once you've, you've narrowed that down, because everybody has everybody has a, um, a pattern, you know, that they repeat. And I'm sure that sure. Whoever, whoever wrote that in, they could tell you every one of their friend's patterns very easily, you know. So that just makes me more confident that they have a pattern too. And mm. so just to really think about what your pattern is and then to really sit down and brutally honestly think about what your presenting at that time so if let's say after about two months consistently for the past few years or however long that the person you're interested in just either stops calling or kind of starts blowing you off or whatever just really think about what you're doing at that time in fact i had one client who after about a month it was happening after about literally after a month, like she hadn't had a month and a half relationship like for years. I mean, after pretty much she was meeting tons of guys, she was dating tons of them. But after about a month, they were all just disappearing. So we really sat down and talked about what was going on with her and what she confessed to me. And it's so obvious, and I'm sure it's going to be so obvious to you, but it had never crossed her mind until we spoke about it. Was that after about a month, she started actually, you know, thinking about this guy as potentially somebody. And she would ask him if he's ever cheated on anyone and just ask all these, like, questions about him cheating, kind of in a way assuming that he's a cheater. And just this really negative energy was coming out of her. And, of course, the men were responding to that. So there could be things that the single-as-a-dollar bill lady is doing (laughs) um, (laughs) that maybe are getting in her way and aren't necessarily 
consistent with the woman that she wants to be. So to just really sit down and think about that and, and to study it. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes really hard to look, take, a look, take a brutal, honest look at yourself. So maybe if she has a friend that is truly honest and can tell her, or, of course, she could hire a life coach, um, or just someone that will be honest with her that she can, she can explore that with. Because if you don't explore it, and you see that this pattern keeps repeating itself, chances are, unless you do something about it, the pattern could really go on forever. So um, I hope I answered your question. Yes. <laughs> yes, you did a great job, Tracy. <laughs> uh, by the way, do you do um, – I, I, I know you've been doing uh, – talking about one-on-one coaching and individual yeah. clients. Have you done any kind of group coaching? Have you done any – workshops or any, anything else? I did. Else. I did do a workshop. I did, it was so much fun. It was called the Prince Charming Workshop. And oh, wow. I, I collaborated with a professional photographer. It was, it was called How to Avoid the Frogs and Find Your Prince Charming Online. And I did it with a professional photographer and a makeup artist. And the ladies came and I gave them some tips on how to succeed in the dating online world. And then they had their makeup done professionally, and then they had a professional photograph taken, and then they were, it was emailed to them to put them, you know, for them to use as their online profile. So I mm-hmm. love workshops. Workshops, that one was so much fun, and I definitely would like to do another one in the near future. In fact, I've just started thinking about it today, so stay tuned. Oh, stay tuned. Oh, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to hear more about that. Yeah, it was a lot Not of fun. for me, of course, but since right. I'm not uh, eligible for your workshop, except, of course, as Prince Charming. Right, exactly. It could, be, it could be how to avoid the frogs and find your Prince Charming Andrew online. Exactly, which is what I think all women should, should look to do, <laughs> Prince Charming Andrew. Just a thought, I put it out there in the universe. <laughs> well, that's the first step. Exactly. Yeah, I, I I got another another question just came in. Oh, exciting! I, this very exciting question. Okay. Uh, oh man, this is oh, this is funny. What should I do if I haven't gone on a date in as long as I can remember? Okay. Okay. Well, I would probably say that, and again, this is I, this is this is probably harder than the woman who maybe is dating someone for a month consistently or dating someone for a period of time because chances are she's doing something that is getting in her way. And if she hasn't gone on a date and as long as she can remember, then it's really time to sit down and think about what that reason is. And maybe it's because, you know, she's making her career extremely important and she's working 100 hours or, you know, so she's not making dating a priority. Or maybe it's because she doesn't feel good about the way she looks. Or maybe it's because, you know, there could be a, a, a million reasons. I mean, I've certainly, I've certainly worked with a lot of women that you would meet and think that they're attractive and successful and charming and intelligent and, you know, would be attracting a bajillion men, but they're not. And so... It's just really important to sit down and think about, well, why is this happening? And, again, to 
look for someone who can be honest with them and tell them what they think and someone who loves them and can be honest with them or maybe even more than one person who loves them and can be honest with them and tell them what their theory is on why that's happening. Because the thing mm. is, the, th- the truth is that there are people out there that are ugly, obese, and uneducated, and, you know, everything else that are happily married. So even if you think that you're not good enough on some of those levels, it's not an excuse. Well, something you said uh, when you were listing some, uh, some things that might be up for the woman who hasn't had a date in a long time, and you uh-huh. mentioned one as being uh, uh, she's not happy with the way she looks. Yeah. You still with me? Coach? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Okay, now I hear you again. All right. Okay, so the woman, uh, you mentioned in this uh, in the uh, potential reasons before a woman might not have a date in a long time is that she's not feeling great about the way she mm. looks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What kind of coaching would a, a woman like that need? Okay. Uh, might you give her? Well, you know, this is like have another example, which is that I worked with a woman who was very attractive, intelligent, very successful in her career, glamorous. Um, really, I looked at her. I just adored her. I mean, I, in fact, I would even take it so far to say that I pretty much adore all my clients. And if I don't adore them, I don't. And then I, you know, don't think that I should work with them. But, but mm. her in particular was really. She's just a fantastic woman. And so on our first session, we sat down and spoke about it. And she hadn't had a date in a while. And I was again kind of shocked because I just found her to be just such an attractive person overall and so incredibly likable. And what came out was she literally said these words, which broke my heart. She said, I'm ugly. And I was like in shock um, because that was the farthest thing I saw in her. And so I said to her, what what she realized was that she's been doing this negative self-talk for a really long time telling herself literally that she's ugly, which is, like I said, kind of like breaks my heart even to repeat because it was the farthest thing from the truth. And and that because of that, she just wasn't putting herself out there, you know. She was just assuming that men were not going to find her attractive. She was interpreting everything to be anything other than that they don't find her attractive. So, of course, she wasn't going on dates. So what I... I asked her then was, well, how do you want to feel? And she said she wanted to feel beautiful. So I said, all right, you're changing your self-talk right now. You are going to look in the mirror and say out loud five times a day, I am a beautiful woman. And even if you don't, even if she didn't believe it, which of course I knew that the first few times that she said it, she was not going to believe it, and that's fine that she was going to do it anyway, and she was going to say it out loud so that she was not only saying the words, but she was also hearing them, and she was looking at herself in the mirror, and that it would just really intensify the experience. And that had a great effect on her, great impact. I would say that I noticed the difference within two weeks, and after about a month, um, she really was like, dramatically a different woman she just to make a long story short she was on a plane and and you know how they have those games like where you can play like uh i don't even know you know i don't even know like they have like 
they have like uh, trivia games on the plane. You know what I'm talking about? Where you can play, where you can play against other people on the plane. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. So after about a month, she she was very um, she flew a lot for business, and after about a month, she was on a plane coming home from a business trip, and she was like organizing the rows, and she was like she was like she was just this social outgoing butterfly. Um, like organizing like which rows were, you know, playing against which rows and she was just having the best time. And so she just really blossomed. And I, I, I really think that a lot of that was because she changed that self-talk and she also is now in a serious relationship. Um, and she just, she changed that self-talk because first of all, it was the farthest thing from the truth. And um, so she got rid of it. Is there a difference between self-talk and affirmations? I don't know. <laughs> um, is there a difference? I guess not. I think maybe they're interchangeable. Um, self-talk. Okay. I, I guess I think of negative self-talk as those 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 horrible sentences that you say to yourself that I don't even know who put in your head. Um, and maybe affirmations are positive. So maybe maybe self. I don't know. Does that answer the question? I think this, this might be a little uh, area for exploration. I, I, there's a book I have uh, called, uh, it's about self-talk. I can't think of the name of it. It's by a fellow named uh, Shep, Shep something. If anybody's out there and has that book, I, I, it's, I read a book about how to, how, to, how to talk to yourself. It's basically the title of it, How to Talk to Yourself When You Do. Right. Maybe self-talk could be positive or negative, but affirmations are only positive. What do you think of that? Ah, okay. That, that works for me. All right. Well, we'll, 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 we'll go with that. So, yeah, oh, very so, interesting. So I think that, I mean, I definitely saw how her telling herself this lie was really getting in her way, and when she changed mm-hmm. it, it really helped her blossom. You know, before you said uh, that you have to really adore your client or you wouldn't yeah. even take them on, yeah. have you had ever experienced somebody where you met them and there's just, no, I'm not taking this client. I can't absolutely. work with this person. Absolutely, absolutely. Definitely. Tell me about that. Well, I like to work with women that are open-minded and... I think that's so much of coaching. I mean, if you're not open to coaching, you're not going to get the value of the coach. You know what I mean? If I, I, I mean, I'm always, I'm always, I'm always making suggestions and and seeing, you know, and then having my clients tell me, well, this will work for me or this won't work for me. You know, it's really, you know, as you know, Andrew, coaching is so uh, client centered, but. Right. At the same time, they have to be open to something. You know what I mean? Like, I'll try. I tried my best. I put all of my energy in, you know, I, you know, my clients got me. But they have to be open to something. It's really, for me, it's, it's kind of the attitude that the person has that determines, for me, if I'm going to be valuable to them. And if they're open to me and we have this, this open lines of communication, that's very that's – very, uh, I love that. I mean, that's the reason I became a coach. But if someone's kind of, no, that's not going to work, no, that's not going to work, no, that's not going to work, kind of to everything that I say, then that isn't going to work for me either. I'm not going to be valuable to them, and, you know, then it's not as happy. But I, 
pretty much every client I've had, I've adored. And the ones that I find, because, you know, that first session I, that I discussed earlier where I give that 20-minute session, I, that doesn't charge, I don't charge for that. That's just for mm-hmm. them to see my personality and for me to see their personality. And, and if we don't click, then I just don't go forward with, you know, then I suggest that somebody else would be better for them. But if we do click, you know, I think that coaching is so, it's so personal that mm-hmm. I just kind of can't help but, like, fall in love a little bit with each of my clients. You know what I mean? Like, I get so excited when, especially that first session when we talk about what their future can be and what they want their life to be. I just get, like, so excited for them that, I don't know, it just kind of makes me, like, fall in love with them a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's, that is sweet. <laughs> I don't know. No offense to my husband or anything, but... Uh, of course not. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I don't know. That's that's kind of how it how it works for me. I mean, it's really it's um you know I walked away from being an attorney because I have such passion for coaching women, and so if I if I'm not going to get that passion, if I'm you know if I'm not going to be able to adore them, then it then it's not going to work for me. But if I am going to be able to adore them, then that really I mean on a personal level it just feeds me tremendously. Mm. That's wonderful. Um, uh, Oh, by the way, uh, the name of that book is What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. I don't know where I got Shep from, but Shad Helmstetter. It's kind of the same thing. Shad, Shep. But Shad might be listening now. So it's Shad Helmstetter, What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. That's a a terrific book about positive self-talk. Ah, uh, so important. And you it do, is. too, obviously. That's why you read that book. I do. Absolutely. So is there Absolutely. anything I've else? used that book. Is there anything else in that book that, that you would want to share with your listeners and certainly that I could learn from? Um, I, I'm sure there is, but I haven't looked at it in a while, so I just yeah. wanted to uh, give the title away. Okay. I, I, it did talk about uh, how, to, how to create um, uh, this kind of talk. And I remember that it talked about when you create these, these um, the positive self-talk, to actually record it in your own voice and listen to it. Hmm. Okay. Not just say it, but, but it also told you to, to, uh, to record it and listen to your own voice telling you how wonderful you are. Hey, did you, did you watch um, Southbound and Down, or I think it's called, or Southbound? Outbound and Down with Kenny Powers. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. No, what is that? This is like the opposite of all the positive stuff that we're talking about right now. But HBO had this show, and it starred this guy, and his name was Kenny Powers. And he is like the total opposite of everything. Like everything, you know, everything that you and I like work for with helping people be positive. He's like the most negative, obnoxious jerk in the world. But the reason I just thought of him is because he records himself saying all these crazy things and then listens to them. So for some reason, when you were just telling me that, it reminded me. Oh, so he, to help continue to bring himself down. Sounds like Debbie Downer, if you remember that character from Saturday you know, Night he's, he, But Debbie Downer, and Debbie Downer was hysterical because she brought everybody down. But this guy talks himself up, but in a way that, confer- that like reaffirms what a jerk he is. You know what I mean? Uh, like he'll be like, I it. am better than everybody else. You know what I mean? Like, everybody else is stupid, and I'm the only one with a brain in my head. You know, like, it's kind of like that. But anyway, that's a little off the subject. It's a superior attitude. 
not very, not very, not very coachy, but I don't know. I just thought I would share that. So, Tracy, you know what I'd like to ask you is uh, how how do people find you? How 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 have you uh, developed a a business? How what how have people discovered you? Well, I come up in I come up in searches. You know, people search like I think Life Coach NYC or Life Coach for Women or Dating Coaches. I come up in Yahoo and Google, and so that's how I got a lot of my clients that are all over the country. But my clients that are in the New York area, I give workshops. I send out newsletters. Um, you know, everybody I know knows that I'm a coach. So I've had friends of friends or people that I meet when I go out. I tell them that I'm a coach. So I guess the quick answer is either through the internet or through networking or workshops or yeah. I don't know. Did that answer? Yeah, that's pretty much. That's pretty much mostly how. Thinking of the clients that I'm working with right now, and that's how I've gotten all of those. Okay, so we're going to be uh, wrapping up our show. So, so first of all, I'd like to uh, ask you, uh, what is your website? Ah, thank you very much. It is www.lifecoachtracy.com, and I spell my name T R A C E Y. So it's Life Coach Tracy. Dot com and my office number can I give that to absolutely two one two eight one three three two one one two one two eight one three three two one one and in New Jersey call collect no I'm just kidding <laughs> oh and my email address uh, email address would be good info at lifecoachtracy.com T-R-A-C-E-Y well, tr- very excellent. So, uh, in closing, is there anything that you else that you would like to let women know or anyone else know? I would just encourage everyone to take the time to figure out what it is that makes them truly happy, and then go for it. And if they start to get discouraged, to look for examples of other people that are succeeding, and draw inspiration from that. Stop. Wonderful. Period. That's it. Sini. <laughs> uh, okay, great. Well, Tracy, thank you so very, very much. Thank you, Andrew. Here. This was so much fun. Oh yeah, and we'll. I we'll, feel we'll honored. Do, we'll I know. Do it again. I know your uh, your your show is new, and I feel honored to be one of the first. You you are number two with a bullet, as they say. Okay. So, um, it's an old uh, 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 billboard. Uh, magazine term. Uh, so you are you were my second guest on my second show, and uh, and I've I've known you for a long time, so it's very exciting to have you as my guest, and I really appreciate your time. Oh. And again, anybody anybody out there, if you like to get in touch with Tracy, LifeCoachTracy.com. Again, my name is Andrew Poritz. My website is MyFutureCoach.com, and I hope you tune in, tune in again next week. We're going to have Uh, Another excellent show, and I look forward to seeing you all then. Thank you, and good night. Good night. Andrew, you still there? Oops. You still there? Trying to hang up. (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to hang up? Are you are you are you hanging up on me too? I.
I'm trying to hang up. I'm sh- you know, sorry. Oh, I think, all right. I hope Andrew, have a good night. I, Thanks again. Good night. Okay, good night. Uh,